Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Hello, welcome to Mental Health Today. Uh, my name is Ken Stearns. I'm the host of the Mental Health Today show, also uh, part of the JAR Foundation with sponsors this podcast, as well as uh, the JAR Podcast, which is a traveling podcast going to 111 cities. We're interviewing 444 people, and this is really, uh, this show is kind of an offshoot of that, a result of that, just hearing so many people overcome mental health journeys and the struggles they had finding care, affording care, getting consistent care, uh, and quite often doing it on their own. Um, and just the, the lack of awareness they had until they encountered it themselves. So it's just a show where hopefully, you know, we can all kind of, you know, scrounge around the corners of the, of this planet and find, you know, people doing interesting stuff or passionate work um, inside and around the mental health story. So today, uh, Annie Del Rey. Uh, Annie, welcome to the show. You look. Hi. I, I love your new CGI background with the with the fake trees blowing in the wind. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't people that this is San Diego. It's real life out there. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful light, and uh, it looks like real life. Well, welcome to the show, Annie. Thanks for carving out some time for us. Um, why don't you tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, what's driving you in the space? What's keeping you afloat? All right. So I think that I, I think, <laughs> I think therefore one of I, the things, right, <laughs> therefore um, you are, therefore I am. Let me start with the script. <laughs> yes. Um, I think my my big like why for why I do this or why mm. I'm able to stay focused on this greater mission of helping people with their mental health is my sisters. We have a 12 year age gap. They're twins, but I, they're my reason. They're my why for why mm. I want to be better, why I want to be successful and be financially independent just to show them it can be done. Yeah. <clears throat> And what's their twin sisters and they're older. That's kind of an interesting to be a younger sister to that. Oh, no, no, no. They're younger than me. Oh, they're 12. Oh, you're 12 years. I'm sorry. I explained it bad. I think they're 12 years younger, younger than, than you. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. So you are the guiding light. Okay. <sighs> I try to be some pressure there. A little bit of pressure. Is that your own pressure or, or a motivation? Uh, Is it pressure or a motivation? I would say motivation. I would yeah. say motivation. Um, I never really felt pressured by them. And my mom's a lot of things, but she is not someone that pressured me like that to. Okay. I mean, you know, the, the appropriate parent guilt of you're the older one, you know, they're looking, but an appropriate amount. <laughs> like, in, in a, yeah. <clears throat> so what do you, tell us more about what, what you're doing now, Annie, what are you doing in the space? What's your, what's your role now? Sure. Um, so what I tell people is I'm a nationally board certified health and wellness coach, hmm. and it, it is a lengthy title. So yes. 
that's not break it down. missed on me. Yeah, break <laughs> it down for us. <laughs> the reason I, the, and of course I will, the, the reason I say it like that is because um, as a coach, it's a little scary, the coaching industry, watching mm. the industry as a whole, because at the end of the day, anyone can title themselves a coach. Okay. So um, you mm. probably know this, your audience probably knows this, but therapists, you need to be licensed in order to practice as a therapist. Yes. Yeah. But coaching is the wild west. There's, there's no such thing. Now, uh, uh, hopefully in the future, things are different. But like you mean a, mi a minimum requirement? You can just, anybody can put a, a, right. But so what you've done, you've got some accreditate, you've been able to find, there's now associations that'll do the accreditation. Yeah. So there's, well, uh, I also should say, um, I have my master's in integrative wellness coaching. So okay. uh, I'm, you know, I made this my life. I made it, I made sure that I studied this very in depth so I could help people, um, and not, and this is my sassy way of saying it, but I don't want people to think I woke up or I uh, read two self-help books, woke up, put yoga pants on. And I'm like, I'm a health coach. It's like, <laughs> no, like it, it, it's just a loose term. It's just a yes. loose term that's used. <clears throat> so, um, but it's just alarming because this mm. is people's mental health. This yes. is, yeah. Um, it's a whole other game. And there's traumas and there's triggers. And if you don't know about these things, you could be um, hurting someone instead of helping, even with the best intentions. Um, yeah, absolutely. 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 Mm -hmm. What, how much, what is the, um, one of the things I'm doing with the, so this is kind of a selfish question. One of the things <laughs> I'm doing with the JAR Foundation is um, I'm looking at kind of the ecosystem. So I'm building, you know, trying to build an ecosystem that'll help, kind of help drive some revenue back to the foundation and, and ecosystem. I mean, businesses. So like this podcast, for example, the jar podcast are things that can exist and highlight mental health and then make awareness and, and reduce the stigma. <clears throat> then there's also a training part or education part. So people have some fundamental skills to recognize when they're in a city, when they're entering, you know, into a, a mental health crisis. What are the, what are things that could happen to you? What are emotions or feelings you have that you might, you know, you might have some underlying um, challenges you need to talk to a professional. So kind of this educate and the tools maybe to do it yourself a little bit, kind of, you know, do DIY or DIY. And then, and then the other two parts that I've got kind of sketched out, one is physical, physical health, exercise, you know, your body. And the other one is, is your food, is the fuel. So it's like the fuel and the mechanical part, right? Our, you know, and then we got this brain part. So we got this kind of little pyramid, the way, I, you know, you got a little brain. Well, because it's all, you know, let's face it. It's all, it's all somehow, it's all, you know, up there, right? So the brain, or maybe the brain's at the center and these are three, you know, a triangle outside it. I'm not quite sure how it looks, but definitely from what it sounds like what you've studied is, it, you know, you probably can got a view on the stuff I, I put in my body and how I move my body. And how much that impacts mental health crisis today, because you can see the obesity levels, people, I mean, the obesity levels and the food we're eating, I mean, we're being eat, given the food choices when I drive around and travel the country are shocking. Uh, the corporate food machine, I can't imagine the poison we're serving up daily and then 
Uh, and the, you know, anyway, just the, the kind of food that's available and we push, you know, from the corporate and then, and basically to the exercise part, the two, what do those play in, in your kind of experience and view? Um, I think you're really hitting the nail on the head with this. So the idea that it's silly to consider your physical health without your mental health and vice mm -hmm. versa, like yeah. they're, they're just as important. And just because you're excelling at one area doesn't mean that you shouldn't be working on the other. So mm -hmm. it's fantastic that you have great physical health. I love that you have a workout routine. Yes, I love yeah. that you're doing this. But if you are depressed or you are angry or um, you have unhealthy relationships, well, that's also mm -hmm. playing a role in your life. So plotting the physical health, right? I don't want to put down that that's also happening. That's fantastic. Yes. And there's a lot of people who struggle with their physical health. But the idea of please understand that this mind-body connection is is real, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Mm -hmm. What? Um, so I think kind of on that is my the kind of what I'm, I'm poking around on is this um, today the the crisis that we're in today almost directly correlates to the change of food we've been you know that's kind of being presented to us. And as well as the physical part, the unwinding, you know, the heading towards obesity. Um, just curious. And like, I think how much is that? It's kind of the reverse question, right? Which is how much does that contribute to the mental health? Um, mm -hmm. and it, I guess, is there a correlation? Oh, 100%. And like even the idea of confidence in general. Hmm. Um, you know, I do think it's important to have body positivity, but if you are hearing people saying mean things to you, it's almost impossible to think that that doesn't affect you. So I think people put on a good front of, mm. but people are bullies. Like it. And, and on, even bullies mm -hmm. themselves, right? You even bully yourself when you look in the like people. Yeah. More than others. Most times more than others. You're your own worst enemy. And like whether it's consciously or unconsciously, but what you're telling yourself every time you look in the mirror, I'm fat, I have big arms, um, I have a double chin. Well, your body's taking it in as, yep, you're fat, you're you have huge arms, you have a let's double build, chin, and let's build that. Right, and you're right. You are <clears throat> overweight. Okay, you're overweight. Okay, this is what an overweight mm. person does, and that's what you're just telling yourself, as opposed to I'm healthy and strong. I'm stronger every day. That's really nice. Tell your body you're stronger every day. Yeah, which you know you can still be big and be strong and be strong, right? You can still. Right. Sometimes those are direct correlation. Um, I I don't. What do you? What about diet? Um, I mean, do you come across, you know, patients? Can you change attitudes with diet? Can you change that? You know, can can diet change a mood? Or either oh, way, a hundred percent. So. One of the first things I tell clients is, or I should say, ask, you know, the basic things of like, who's your support system? What is, hmm. uh, um, how often do you drink? Do you smoke tobacco? One of the things I ask is how often do you drink water? Literally first thing, are you hydrated? And if you're not hydrated, this is going to link to so many other areas. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a, it's just, I want to say like is the dumbest thing that's ever been invented, but this hydration <laughs> thing is real. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? Is that, and I do feel it. 
when you're not hydrated, I feel slow. I feel lethargic. I want to take a nap. I want to lay down. Um, and then I do kind of like, oh, if I drank eight ounces of water, you can have an instant, like an instant reaction to your, your chemistry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially when you wake up and you're all groggy and you're like, I'm dehydrated. Drink a, drink a glass of water and see what happens. Some people like to do uh, warm water because it helps Mm. with their stomach and digestion. I know personally, I like cold water. I like the cold to wake me up. It feels nice and refreshing. But even just having that, even a few sips, especially if you're a person who normally doesn't drink water. <laughs> I think though, isn't everybody drinking water now or is it only California where everybody walks around with a water bottle? I think I, like my dad, I grew up in Jersey. My dad hates water. Like he'll put the little like um, extra flavor things in just so he'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I think it, I think it's Cali is the place where everybody has their own water bottle with stickers on it. I'm trying to find mine. <laughs> Mine's behind me. <laughs> I have actually. Uh, this is a really cute one. It tells you when. To oh, drink see, I knew. Juice. Like I knew you had one. Of course, you have one. See, it's just it's fun. Like, why not make it fun? Why not? I don't know. You know, we got these guys where you know my only the water I drank was out of a hose in the backyard, or you know, out of Fresh. out of the sink twist my mouth like this and, and drink, you know, under the sink <laughs> back in the day when we didn't know it had lead and arsenic and all kinds of stuff. in it. Right. The good old days when we were blissful. When we were blissful. We thought it was clean. We thought it was clean. Um, what are there, anything else you, you kind of like any, anything, what's the passion? Uh, you've got the passion part. Um, I guess maybe like the interest part. What's you've been in this a little while. Mm-hmm. what's the part that's kind of interesting to you right now? What's, what's the area that you find you kind of like, this is something I like, and this is an area where I get maybe either something new or an old modality, not modality, but you know, in the, in the coaching space, what have you, what are you kind of passionate about right now? What is, what's got you excited? Um, a topic that I've been leaning into lately is time management. Ah, okay. Um, I would say stress, but stress is really a general term. So because of the lack of time management is bringing them stress and their stress is leading to a lack of time management. (laughs) So like, you know what I mean? They're kind of intertwined and helping people with that and just sharing with them. Listen, it it is hard. If you're a mom, it is hard. If you're a single person, it is hard. If you work, and you have a personal life, it is hard. Like, I don't want you to feel alone. Like you're the only one not being able to keep it together because mm. most people aren't keeping it together. <laughs> yeah. The, the person, the time management, are there, what are the, what are the kind of mantras you have around that? Anything you've, any, any little mantras that you can share or. Oh, okay. Like so- little catchphrases or, you know, this, the Annie, you know, this is the guaranteed. I always go by this. I, I wouldn't so much say like a mantra or affirmation, but the first thing I teach is time blocking. Hmm. Okay. Um, What's that? And, and that's the very first step of building awareness around time. So looking at your schedule and literally putting blocks in it. So that would even mean scheduling buffer time or, um, relaxing time, time Mm. for your walks, 
I know one of my clients was having trouble not leaving her computer. And so she wasn't taking her dog out for a walk to use the bathroom. So because she would, uh, she, she would get lost in her computer for hours. Like, so, uh, and with zero time management. So things such as her dog were not getting taken care of. Yeah. Everything. She wasn't eating and she didn't notice it until the end of the night that she wasn't eating. And that, um, like sometimes she wasn't showering because she was working so much. And this is a successful woman. I believe she was even making six figures and not that it matters how much you make. But what I'm saying is she, she had a successful life in other areas, but she was really struggling with this idea with of, one, yeah, of managing time. time. Interesting. Yeah. So for super yeah. six, probably crushed, crushed her job, crushed her role. Crushing it. Great yeah. communicator. I mean, she, I had a fantastic time with her. She was fabulous but the lack of time management was destroying so many things in her life like her friends were lying to her about what time things started so that she would come on time <laughs> oh that's how you know you've totally that's how you know you've got to like that's an alcoholic right there you've got to you've you know i'm i'm a i'm a time something i'm a time drunk and i need to and i you know and i need to see seek therapy her friends lied to her about what time stuff starts. Lied. Because they're like, you're the worst and we're tired of waiting for you. One friend told her the baby shower was an hour and a half later. Yep. Because she's like, you need, you're need, you my best friend. You need to attend the baby shower on time. So I'm going to tell you it's 6, even though it's 7.30. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, and that's got to cause you a lot of, I mean, like you said, the one, then, you know, you're stressed because you don't have time and then you're, you know, and then that leads into missing stuff and that gives you more stress. And then your time management's even worse. Yeah. Um, and you're feeling guilt and shame because you have oh, a yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Not mention your dog, poor dog. I, the, right. Of and all a lot of that. Of not eating, no friends. I can find, f I'm okay with that. But ignoring your dog, dog, yeah, that's unacceptable. We should out yeah. her. <laughs> we should. Well, actually, unfortunately, she be, a lot she of She should be canceled. Ah! I'll put her, I'll put her link in the chat. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Absolutely. I will do that. No. <laughs> I'm not about that. So just a <laughs> Hey, that was just funny. That was a funny. That was just um, a, yeah. <laughs> that's the way the world is today. Um. What else, what is it? What's your, what's your next one? What do you think the next, you know, kind of thing you're going to be excited about? I mean, cause time management is an interesting one. What, what yeah. else do you see out there that people are, you know, that's the top number two struggling. If it was at a family feud, if we're on a family feud question, what you know, the, the time that, yeah. What are the top five things that people are struggling with that cause I... mental health issues? I would say the next big one is confidence. And because of the lack of confidence is leading to all these other areas. I, you know, the self-destruct imposter syndrome, it's real, right? Yeah, unfortunately. And it's, I've, I've coached hundreds of men and women and it's on both sides. Like it is on both sides. They, I feel as if with women, they talk about it more often, like, oh, the women in work in the workplace. And it's, mm, it's not that that's no. not true, but I've worked with plenty of men who are feeling like an imposter, also worried about being the provider, even if it was a dual income house, feeling like I don't want to let down my family. It, 
I mean, they have their own unique struggles as well. So the confidence, how do you work on somebody? What's, I mean, cause that does lead, like you said, that leads into so many other areas of your life. Um, cause that's a heavy, if you're an actor on the stage, really feel like you're an actor and you're just holding this part together. I mean, that's a heavy load. To, that's a heavy load to bear. And if you do fail in the audition at some point, you know, it all comes crumbling down. What, um, how do you coach somebody like that? How do you help somebody through that self-doubt? Um, so there's, there's three essential, they're pretty short exercises. Okay. Um, and you could do them immediately. So like, I'll usually have mm. these as homework, not all together for clients. I'll teach the separately. Cause yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't like to leave people with like, do this, 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 and then we'll do your goal. And then your action step. And I'm going to challenge you this week. And the yeah, you're like, like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I'm already, I my my, my panic level is already rising. Just hearing these things. Right? Yeah, just hearing it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, just know like you don't have to do these all in one day, but what yes. they would be is number one, writing down all your achievements. And mm. this does not mean that it has to be like, I graduated from college. I graduated in the top 1%. I am the, um, top producing person at my job. It doesn't have to be these huge things. Cause I think people think achievement equals the grandest yes. possible yes. situation. What it could mean is um, I started a conversation with the person behind me in Starbucks and normally I wouldn't even look up from my phone. That's an achievement. You went out of your comfort zone mm. that day. You didn't yeah. do it before and now you are. So writing down these achievements, big or small, um, that's number one. <laughs> I like that. Okay, cool. Good. Um, number two. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Am I going to cut you off? No, no, no. I just can't okay. keep going. It's good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> number two is writing down all the compliments you've received. So hmm. depending on where you are with your mental health journey, some of my clients come to me um, in a low spot and already saying that they've never gotten a compliment. Is that true? Probably not. But if you're feeling that way, how are you to tell someone that's not true? Right? Yeah, it's my, so, reality. It's my reality. Totally. So start, so start writing them down. So start writing them down. And I keep the running list on my phone. Um, something that's a great jump start is to text a friend or family member, someone at work and ask them, you don't have to say, give me a compliment. Just ask something such as like, what do you think my strengths are? What's the last, um, like, what's your favorite memory about me? And Oh, what so a great idea. Oh, great. And it's nonchalant, right? You don't have to be like, and some of my clients are like, I'm embarrassed. And I said, tell them that your coach assigned this for homework. Hey, my coach wants me to do an exercise. And they said, you know, cause it's uh, like, well, just, I'm just doing the homework. It's not, my, it's not, it's not my fault. I'm asking you, it's the coach, right? No, just... Right. Okay. Very yeah. good. All right. So that would, oh, that's, that's going to be an oxy, well, hopefully an oxytoxin, you know, or an oxytoxin. <laughs> oxytoxin. Oxytoxin. <laughs> Hopefully that's going to be a good release. I mean, you're going to get a giant buzz out of that, right? Because people are going to tell you nice things. Yes. And then you're setting yourself up for success for later if you do get knocked down. Because some people aren't nice. You may get, you may get yeah. not even constructive criticism, just 
criticism. So it's nice to refer back to that list. Oh, wow. I'm actually great. Like people think I'm great. <laughs> even, <laughs> even the achievements list of like, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I'm pretty yeah. cool. All right. I, I'm not a failure. And I'm growing. Like you said, I mean, the Starbucks example is one of, you may have a short list, but if you're showing some think, doing things that you didn't think you could do or were uncomfortable doing and you're stretching, feel pretty good about my team. Yes. You know, they're not, it's not a huge list, but it's, but I'm doing cool stuff now. I yeah. And before and, I make, Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. And what's a, And I guess what's the third one? Is there, is that the second one? Third one? That was this, that was the second one. So okay. the third one <clears throat> is um, writing a letter to your future self as if you've accomplished the things that you've wanted to accomplish. So this could be a year from now, three years from now, whatever it may be. Um, so I'm an author. I only have one book. So I may say something such as, I may write it for a year from now and say something such as, Annie, I'm so proud of you for publishing your second book. This is so exciting. Your book launch went fantastic this time. It's so exciting seeing Amazon reviews coming in. As if it already happened. As if I'm already doing it. Uh, and it gets you really excited about the future. It helps you get clear on your goals. It helps you get excited for your future self. Yeah, you can design what it... And it's a crazy exercise, but sometimes that stuff actually, you're crafting the future. I'm a, I'm a firm believer that you're actually making that future. Me too. I'm really into manifesting. For, <clears throat> but even some of my clients who roll their eyes at me with this, I said, take it as a take it as an exercise of you're just planning your future. Yeah, don't I don't. Reason. Yeah, you can't sell manifestation. I mean, there are people who would just be like, like you said, they roll their eyes and, and they're not there yet. And um, that's. So you just, right. <laughs> like you said, you just use it as a different, it's a different intention. Yeah. It's still intentional, but the, the intention's not quite as powerful, but it's a little tricycle. They got their training wheels on with that one, but still, but they're riding a the bike still. Yes. So that's pretty good. So you got your, your achievements, where you're at, what you're adding on, um, you add in these beautiful things that people say about you, right? Which is <laughs> yeah. also pumps pumps you up, and and then you've got this congratulatory letter to yourself from you know to you from somebody, right? Yeah. Who's, oh, who's talking to you? The other thing I should say about that is it doesn't so much. So I use the book example. That may be a little extreme. Yeah. 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 It may be something such as, I'm so proud of you for still having these great relationships with your friends and family. I'm so proud of you for being a coworker that people feel comfortable with. So it doesn't even have to be like, I graduated from school. I wrote a book. Right. Um, I, I, I got my it, doctorate or well, what anything yeah, crazy. It, yeah. Well, and I think too, maybe it's whatever they're working on, right? Whatever's topical with you at the time. It's, can I write that and imagine that that's, I would imagine some of those letters are kind of disappointing because they open it and they're like, Oh yeah, I did that six months ago. Like I've already done that. <laughs> I wrote that letter for myself for one year from now. And it's like after three months, I already did it. I, cause I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised some of that. That's probably what happens a lot of times. Um, I don't want to say majority of the time, but at least over half because they real it's, it's more tangible. It's like being scared to tell someone your goals and dreams out loud but that's the first step. Yeah. It's exciting. It's, write it down. Yeah, it's exciting. Write it down. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm having a moment of self-reflection. Okay. Uh, 
just kind of trying to process that for a second there. Yeah, write it down and then do it. And then, yeah, yeah, I've done that. Don't do anything what she just said because it'll all go bad. You'll end up quitting your job and loving your new stuff. Right. Um, I'd hate for you to enjoy your life. Yeah, I, I did all of that. And here I am. I do, you know, especially the part where you tell everybody what you're going to do and then actually do it. It's very stupid. You don't want to do that. Right. Things happen. It's a crazy notion. It's a crazy thing. And things happen. Um, which is my favorite part. Things really do start to move when you when you are a little more bold in life. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Well, we're here. Closing <laughs> thoughts. Just like that. Closing thoughts. That was so fast, right? I, I, yeah, you got a couple of good spots in there, though. You got a couple of good chunks of, uh, of info in. Okay, I um, feel like I was... So I'm glad that there was good you know, stuff. You, yeah, you know, you could have some good in there um how about some closing thoughts what um and how do people find you and 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 all that good stuff where are you at how do they find you kind of give us a you know kind of a pitch who's annie all about how do we how do we engage um i believe i mean i'm i am on linkedin and Hmm. facebook but and like definitely add me you know you can see my stuff there but um, I'd love for people to visit my website because then they can reach me directly. Yes. Right. Um, as opposed to like getting in the messages or whatever may happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I answer it. I don't have someone else answer these things under my name. It's personally me. I want you to read it out for everybody because be, this will be an audio version as well. Okay, great. So it's AnnieDelray.com and that's Annie, A-N-N-I-E. Delray, D-E-L-R-E.com. Perfect. Perfect. And what's your book? Where do they, what's your, you, you wrote a book. You're an author. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. There's, uh-oh, so, uh-oh, uh-oh, are you shy? So, oh yeah. Can you tell? Um, there's a, there's a curse word in the title. So oh, okay. I'll just spell that. Is that yeah, okay? Just spell it. That's fine. And this is okay. okay. We're, I, we're not, I don't think this is G rated. I mean, we, I swear sometimes. Oh, okay. Then I don't feel that bad. It's not like the F word. So it's shit I wish I knew in high school. And I wrote it for my sisters when they were freshmen in high school. And now I like published it. (laughs) There's scandalous stories. I think it's super funny. It's great for adults or high schoolers. It's, I think it's great. Of course I'm going to say that, but. Okay. One more time. Shit. I wish I knew in high school. Yes. And it's on Amazon and all those favorite and places. And it's on Amazon. Yeah. And you can yeah. find it on Amazon. And that's A double N I E D E L R E dot com. Awesome, Annie. It's so much fun chatting with you. Thanks for being part of the fabric. Part of, I should say, part of the Beehive. I'm, fabric is my brother's show. This is the Beehive. We collected, <laughs> we've got a little Beehive going over here. Um, let's see. Let's, kind of, let's play with this a little bit. My little exit music going. Um, thanks everybody for listening to the to the mental health today. Uh, thanks for you know just sharing it. And if you can make some comments, uh, we always appreciate any kind of comment we can get. I jump, I do back, I do a backflip off my bed for every uh, five star we get. And so far, I haven't broken my back, so I don't think we have any five stars. <laughs> All good fun. Um, that's it for the show. I'm just going to line up my last commercial. Again, Annie, thanks so much. You 
can find us also on iTunes and all of the other platforms in an audio format. Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from Woo. the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I eye with a man.